0: you're listening to nine to five cc podcast oh hello it's another episode of 90s if you enjoy the show what you do because you're listening to it. Uh, can you go to patreon.com slash nine to five CC and subscribe to the 90s deluxe level because that would support us a bunch and it would give you access to a bonus episode each and every episode of 90s has a 90s garbage time bonus episode on the garbage time episode we talk about face off we talk about mario versus pokemon spider verse and the hockey hall of fame but on this Episode 289, the one you're listening to right now, we talk about the Titan submersible. We talk about the cure. We talk about a Russian coup, question mark. We talk about how the Flash is failing at the cinema. We talk about how Secret Invasion ain't that great. And we talk about how Star Trek Strange New Worlds, is that great? Who knows? Listen to find out on 9ES. Do-do-boop. get this show on the road it's the nine to five entertainment system and it's the national holiday of quebec sure is yeah so thoughts thoughts gentlemen mm-hmm. is it better to have the two long weekends back to back like last week of june first week of july or to have the first weekend of july is the long weekend for canada day and the first weekend of august is the long weekend? because that's what most of us like the rest of canada has that first august monday off right or big mm-hmm. chunks of Canada, at least. I think, like, the Maritimes, Ontario, B.C. So, like, what is the better time for the holiday? I'm, I think the August, because June is now, like, barely a summer month.
1: What are you talking about? It's so hot and everything is on fire.
0: Sure. But, like, not all... But then, fine. Will everything be on fire in August?
2: <laughs> Probably. Every, yeah. Everything will be dead. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, I thought- Well, my company does it really well. Any, uh, We're so international that every vacation day that we have, you're allowed to take it up to three weeks before and three weeks after. Mm, that's fine. And they don't care. Sweet. So you just, whatever, whenever you see a day, you just take it whenever. And, and so I'm taking both of mine as part of my two-week vacation. That's fine, that's cool. Uh, in a week or two. Yeah,
0: I mean, I get all three hey just all three set up although there was a bit of a a bit of a um what's the word i'm looking for like hubbub where so we had a floating holiday which was like not a vacation day not a sick day not an anything it was just a floating holiday where you could say like i'm taking this holiday we lost that floating holiday for the truth and reconciliation the day of truth and reconciliation which I think is, like, okay. it's fine. Absolutely, okay. observe it. We're a great big company. But then, like, a lot of, like, our multicultural employees were like, hang on. I traditionally use that for, like, Rosh Hashanah or, like, mm-hmm. whatever else. Like, days that are not observed. And I just used to have this floating holiday that I could take to, like, observe anything else. And I
2: was like. Man. They really all should be floating. I think tying them to any specific yeah, days Yeah, like,
0: because, like, like, the calendar is not as important to all of us as it is to yeah. some. Like.
1: I don't know. I feel like you got to tread real carefully when you're like, I make my living in Canada on Canadian grounds and I don't know if I want to waste a day on truth and reconciliation. No, but... was not, not a claim. Cool
0: that, that was not the well, claim no. at all. The claim was to, to, to do that at the cost of removing the per- people's floating holiday. I'm saying, why not both? Like, obviously, is the winner of, like, you could still have a floating holiday and then also say we're going to observe the, truth, the day of truth and reconciliation. I think that that's... That's what I'm saying is that I was like, you you were kind of progressive in having a floating holiday, allowing many of your multicultural employees to take days that were more important to them. Right. Like if like if holy, let's say, you know, like there's other days that are important to other non-Canadians that are not on our calendar for the most part. And you're just like, oh, no, take a vacation day. like, And you're just like, well, but wait, if I was Christian, I get to have Christmas off. And you're like, well, yeah, but you're not you're not, you know. You're not
1: Christmas. (laughs) You still get to have Christmas off.
0: Yeah, exactly. But you're like, I don't care. And they're like, too bad we're closed. You're like, I would gladly work that day. You can't. Christ was born on the day. And you're like, that's not what makes sense historically. And you're like, shut up. Shutter the doors.
1: I mean, yeah, just make them come in and work Canada Day. Get that floating day back.
0: I would. I had a a good segue there, but then I took water where I was going to say, shutter the doors. Bolt them shut from the inside out so you're bolted in. And you can't What's get the out.
1: worst that can happen?
0: What's the worst that can happen if you're in like a an area like a, a closed area bolted in?
1: See, just the technical problems that I have every every two weeks logging into this podcast is why I would never ever get in med- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never choose to get bolted into a c- cylinder. With, with Imagine James, James Cameron. On,
2: James just... Cameron gave a bunch of really good interviews, right? Because he's like a yeah, thrill- I saw his stuff he's, today. Like, he's been whatever. he's been so down we'll...
0: thirty times. Thirty-two
2: <laughs> times was the number I heard to the Titanic alone. But he's also been to the Challenger Deep, which is fully three times deeper than the Titanic mm-hmm. is. This interview that I saw him give, he's like—I'm paraphrasing—but he's like, you know, you have this air of mystique when you say down to the, the Titanic that it's like three kilometers underneath the yeah, waves. Yeah. It's incredibly deep, whatever. Like when you when the lay person hears that, they think like, oh my god, it's like the edge of science, but. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. People have been making submarines and going way down there for a long ass time and J- this is James Cameron's point. He's like it's a robust science and all of the scientists were saying do not build your submarine like that. It's not going to work and it's going to break and everybody's going to die. Mm-hmm. And um you're like the he's like moving fast breaking things silicon valley style in a place with the the bottom of the ocean.
0: Which is a funny, I think that I mean. I guess like a, I don't know how many people I've heard. it I've heard the comparison a few times too of just being like, "Oh man, is this how Elon is trying to get to space?" You know, like you're you're just kind of like I know that like SpaceX has. Well, I mean, other than on a, unscheduled rapid disassemblies and whatnot and all that, it's just like you're like, "Oh yeah, this is like move fast, break stuff in deep sea and outer space." It's it's a different reality where. You're yeah, like, but
2: Musk's been successfully deploying things into space. He's had a lot of like explosions a couple also. Of years now. Yeah, but not at all like any of the other space agencies, which have been falling apart. Every one of them, all around the world. Yeah, yeah. And, you know,
0: for sure. But at the same time, you're yeah. just sort of like it, it's that. But I mean, I think that other agencies are also in that, in that, world. It's the Armageddon thing, right? Where you're like you're about to be shot off into a rocket made entirely of components like manufactured by the cheapest bidder. Like that's, like when.
2: That's yeah, but Bruce Willis has his like know-how.
0: His team of his, offshore his, drillers his or whatever. Rugged the heck it offshore
2: was. drillers. Who are right, gonna...
0: but that—that's it though. Is that I feel that like any government or private agency at this point doing almost anything is is making up their components and building it largely by low bidders, right? Like that's just the reality. And you're like, man, this stuff is dangerous by default. The default setting no, is no, extra hard.
1: No, hang on. NASA is its own agency. They're not contracting out stuff
2: they absolutely oh, are Sure, they are of course, of course they are, they are. Yeah. like no, no, no.
1: chipsets and all they, that they stuff they're not building a,
0: a chipset themselves they're going to get it from somebody else like that's yeah, that's how things are manufactured
1: yes yeah but it's not on bid <laughs> it definitely yeah, is it on is, bid is. how else do it you is think they're not on
2: bid they, they said they a minimum blue origin sued nasa for picking spacex Right. They were bidding against each other for for a whole bunch of contracts.
0: Yeah, it's definitely on bid. They say we have a minimum level of requirements and whoever can meet these requirements at a cheaper cost is going to get the contract. Like NASA, definitely subcontract. Well, I don't know that it's that. No, no, no. I mean, like, obviously, that's a
1: bananas. They're not just like saying we need some steel and like, oh we got some no no, no, no. Fiber. We're, we're saying, that we're saying that they're not going to do away plan. with
0: safety like they're not going to do with all way with all safety precautions but they're going to say whoever can meet our safety checklist and deliver the lowest cost is going to get the bid like i'm not saying they're doing away with safety i'm not saying they're ocean gate i'm not saying that
2: <laughs> you're, you're just trying to score points by attaching elon musk criticism i'm saying is, going uh, to or okay, ignore That's what musk doing.
0: let's say yeah just nasa up to and up to and including nasa because who partnered with spacex is you're like there's stuff that has like a has an inherent safety and there's i mean like you said if you, if you start to bring agile into fail like fail fast methodologies into going to space or going to the bottom of the ocean you're like whoops there, yeah there it well goes. this
2: was an insane Disaster. What's crazy to me, there's so many levels to this that were fascinating. I was like absolutely enraptured with this story the whole way through the week was um, one, one of the layers is how, you know, like every time you hear something about this guy or you see him in an interview or you see a video of the inside of the sub or Are you talk about you, Stockton it, Rush right now. Yeah, we're talking about Stockton Rush. Stop like rush. anytime you see any of that, all of your alarm bells go off. Like he talks like a person trying to trying to give you one over, you know? Yeah, Maybe you're just sort of spam. like, what? Why is he, then, what's this
0: flim flam man doing? Sending me to the bottom of the ocean?
2: You look inside the sub, and it's it's like a, a rinky dink video game controller. And then you find out that they're bolted in, and they get lost in con- they lose contact all the time. And all of these people were telling him it's gonna it's gonna fail dramatically. How, and and yet intelligent rich. People got on board that thing. I would say it's
0: also, it's not just, it's crazy, right? Like what's crazy about it is the old like carnival barker is going to like strap together his roller coaster that's like held together with like scotch tape and rubber bands. And it's going to be an absolute death trap. And he's going to charge you like a nickel to get on board, but he's not going to get on himself because he knows that he put it together with scotch tape and rubber bands. Stockton Rush was like, no, I'm going to ride the roller coaster. You know what i mean like it's it's double levels of crazy that like he did the flim flam cell and then still got onto it and bolted himself in
1: did did you hear him talking about the plexiglass no do tell oh my god there's a video where he's talking about the port and he's like it's a piece of plexiglass seven inches thick and that's great and safe and when you go down you can visibly see it warp and it's wild because you can hear it. It makes this crinkling sound as it's warping. And I'm like, you need to not do that. You
0: need thicker plexiglass, bro. You
1: need you need plexiglass that doesn't make a
2: audible crinkling, crinkling sound when you're apparently at the death levels. And the carbon fiber shell did that, too. Yeah, It made tons of well, cracky, there, there was, tricky, cracky noises Was it you, John, Which is said fine, that there was but like...
1: that means that it's microscopically breaking down every that's time right. you use it. So that means yeah. you have to change it. When my, my knees something. make a
0: crinkling noise, I'm like, that's not great. I should go see a doctor about my crinkling noise well, in my, my knees.
1: When my Teflon frying pan stops being nonstick, and I can start to see little visible scratches in the, in the nonstick coating because... Someone used a fork to scramble some eggs for a little bit. I just, I just get a new frying pan.
0: I think you said someone.
1: Yeah, someone.
0: <laughs> Scott looks over his shoulder to see if his wife is listening.
1: <laughs> I have a wooden spatula, guys. I,
0: I know how to handle Teflon. <laughs>
1: just, just say it's wild for me that that someone would be like. I could hear it. Breaking on a microscopic level over and over again, and it's fine.
0: Let's go down again. And someone else said, like, that there were stress fractures on the submersible, like, visible even when it was above water, right? Because it was like, there was someone who was just like, if someone, like, apparently, it was someone who went on, it was like, there were certain stress fractures which they were like, where it's a visible sign, not necessarily that this was about to happen, but just like in general, it was kind of again, like, what. A ticking time Robert's bomb. They're like, there, there doesn't, there is not a hundred percent success if you're showing visible stress fractures. This was inevitable, apparently. Like at a certain, maybe yep. not this dive, but like, eventually, if this thing kept going down, I guess that was kind of what Cameron was saying, also, right? That's like, what he was saying. Was like that like, there's like, a reason
2: people don't do carbon fiber. It's why they use single material hulls. Was exactly what she said. There's like little, little tiny cracks that develop on the inside of it, and then when it fails, it fails spectacularly. Not. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, and correct me if I'm wrong. It means like it imploded, but it wasn't like the, like we occasionally see that footage of like the train tankers that like implode and they're just like mm-hmm. and they just like crush it on themselves. And they're saying this didn't, right? It would have like done that, but shattered. That was yeah. Trying to understand so the carbon the Saturn, fiber the would have shattered.
2: What what I heard anyway was that the carbon fiber is going to shatter into a million little pieces all at the same time. Mm-hmm. The debris that they found around the bottom was the two uh, the two titanium end caps mm-hmm. to the to the passenger shell. So if you've seen like the pictures of the of the the submersible that has like a kind of tapered tip to it, yeah, that tapered tip is actually all equipment on that on the outside, and then the inside, the pressurized section is just like a pill shape with like the rounded front that has a window in it, and then a rounded back. That's like hidden inside the tapered mm-hmm. outer shell. So that 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 whole there's like a tube that is the carbon fiber bit. That whole thing shattered supposedly instantaneously. And then there's the airspace on the inside that crushed got crushed down. Do you guys remember? This is a fun. This is fun. So do you guys remember uh, high school high school chemistry? What the uh, the noble gas law is? You guys ever mm-hmm. ever do this? I, I've, P, I've PV this. equals N R T. Yep. Yeah. So. So this is like the rule of gases and, and what happens at this kind of moment. So it's PV equals NRT. So on the one side of the equals is PV, which is pressure times volume. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side is NRT. N is like a calibration number. R is like the amount of material inside there. And then T is the temperature. temperature. <laughs> so, to think, so, so think about it as a teeter-totter. On the one side, you have pressure and volume. And on the other side, you have stuff and temperature. So this this thing, which is under the water, they were, they were nearly at the end of their dive, and so they were towards the bottom of 275 additional atmospheres. Like, imagine if you multiply one side of that teeter-totter by 300, well, the other side gets multiplied by 300 in order to compensate. Mm-hmm. So in this case, you go from the volume of gas being the size of, like, I don't know, a car, down to the size of, like, a matchbox car, which would be say one tenth the volume? Mm-hmm. One one twentieth the volume, saying? Okay, one sixty fourth. That's hot wheels. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. One sixty-fourth <164th laughs> the volume. So if they were towards the bottom of that two hundred and seventy five atmospheres, you you reduce that by one sixty-fourth, and you're still gonna be left with uh five times say Mm -hmm. something roughly roughly there i mean obviously this isn't anything whatever so then so then now to to take to each that five times energy it goes on the other side of the teeter totter now the mass component stays the same but now the temperature component gets multiplied by five which might not sound that bad when you think that they're at negative 20 degrees but you have to remember, because it's like, as I said, you're way under the ocean, right? So it's negative yeah. with the pressure. The pressure keeps it liquid. So negative 20. But remember, we're in the real world of physics mathematics. So we're going to be talking about Kelvins. And negative 20 is, in fact, 350 degrees Kelvin. So when you multiply the temperature by five, not only do they get reduced into the volume of a matchbox car, but they get put to about like 1500 degrees and um and then that's the end of that and that happens like instantaneously yeah they said like 0.01 seconds
0: or whatever it is like, like
2: faster faster than you're capable of uh capable of detecting so um what do you call them esports professionals can respond to things just under 0.1 of a second mm-hmm. and this ha- yeah just Ocean. enough time to see
1: the, the bluetooth light blank thing offline on your controller Which- What's you, really spooky... You turn to ash and then exploded through the currents
2: of the ocean. One of, one of Cameron's things, his, the military guys who got the, the RV down there, noticed that the emergency ascent buoys were not quite all in the same place of the, um, of the wreckage. And so it looked possibly like they had released the emergency release buoys before uh, imploding. So like it's possible they had like a couple seconds of noise or whatever
0: yeah well that's what they were saying yeah. well there, i heard like some submarine guys which is which are just sort of like even on those implosions there's like sometimes there's stress noise cracking noise whatever else like that there might have been like yeah. noise and like and especially if stockton's gone a whole bunch of times he might have been like oh this is it this isn't so the fun man. this isn't the fun cracking noise that i like about you know the <laughs> from that interview he's like oh no this is this is all all over and Ocean Gate says that the pe- the five people who died on the Titan Submersible were, their words, true explorers. Mm-hmm. Were they? A what? A what? <laughs> like, were they true explorers? Like, like, I think, and I mean, like, Scott, uh, John, you mentioned this like, while we were off the air waiting for Scott to join. Uh, just... <laughs> One of the things that came to my mind when this happened was how it's, like, kind of the exact opposite of all those idiots exploring Antarctica who were, like, at least, like, they were idiots. But, like, so much preparation, so much thought, so much, like, all of this effort, and these guys were just sort of like, I would like to pay $250,000 to see the Titanic, please. Like, it's so... As dumb as they both kind of were, this is, like, another kind of, like, privileged stupidity. Like, because those guys had to, like... Not say Scott. to
1: Adminson and Scott were exploring the unknown.
0: Yeah, exactly. They were like I want to go here because no one has gone here and there's something to calling me this. Versus this is like I want to go see the Titanic. <laughs> like cuz you know, I know exactly where it is. People have been there a bunch. It's kind of that that same thing it's of being Everest. like is, Exactly. Is it is it a tragedy when someone dies on Everest you're like eh, no. not really. They paid yeah. to go climb Everest. And then they died doing it. That, that, yeah, exactly. That sucks. I will say that it gets it gets tricky. I would say in the fact that like the Coast Guard of both Canada and the United States spent a long time looking for people who died on Sunday when they were looking for like five or six days. There's a lot of like taxpayer money. Where I was like, do they add in, like a non-disclosure to be like,
2: hey, if right. you if you have thoughts, so, yeah. Well, just about the Coast Guard thing. So. On the on the one hand, you can say that they spent a bunch of money doing the search and rescue stuff. I, I read a, a big a big discussion that that looked into it and was like, actually, you're the cost of having the guys ready to deploy is is the same as if they're like running out and doing sure. this. And they would do training missions like this all the time on their own just to go and do it. So, particularly in this case, where the military also told them that there was zero hope in hell that there was anybody coming home alive. Yeah, like, I mean, there's still fuel quickly. consumption and yeah. all that stuff. Well, because my, my yeah, thinking was, percent. I. It's maybe I, I on the cost cause, but because
0: if everest, right like it's Everest is in Nepal, am I correct? Mm-hmm. yeah, like isn't that the big thing like the Nepalese government is like, yeah, we don't we will send rescue services to base camp only." right like that is yeah, that yeah, is yeah. their whole deal is there like you you get the, on the mountain the only
2: thing i was saying was that yeah. the coast guard it's not like it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't, an it wasn't expense. really about the money and they were they're okay doing this every now and again it, like it's not like there was a bunch of other people gotcha. drowning off this, the coast that they were they were okay on. so that makes and, sense for forty like, they were off the coast of greece
1: it was like two canadian ships two american ships uh, one other research vehicle and like a cargo ship i was like yeah sure we'll look around on the ocean to see if we see any my boat's floating. Yeah, and like I a guess there is, the, there, there like, there is also like, the question though wasn't like about release the armada.
0: Yeah, yeah. There is also the question I think of news coverage that I think also bears bears asking right. It's because like what like a week later, the uh, the ship going Day into later. Greece. No, no, no. but the ship, but I mean specifically like tragedy at sea. Like obviously, no, obviously like... Da- daily there are equal there are tragedies far greater than five people imploding on a on a special little submarine like mm-hmm. daily. But like specifically like tragedies at sea was the refugee ship going into Greece that was like also misfunded, mismanaged everything else like that and then cost like 400 people their lives and that was kind of like meanwhile back to the Titan sub and you're just sort of like James, hang on.
1: James Cameron Leonardo DiCaprio, Celine Dion that's the difference Yeah, I guess. I don't even think it's billionaires. I think it's Titanic. Hear the word Titanic. I'm sure other people have died exploring other ships that didn't that were like
0: billionaires that
1: no one cared about.
0: Maybe, but not necessarily as tourists. I think that was that was kind of what kept it. Into I think high gear.
2: there 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 was special stuff to this story that makes sense why it was so captivating.
0: Is it because they had right. their own name in it? You're just sort of like, oh man, there's a you know <laughs> there's a there's a scandal going on in the ocean. Let's call it Ocean Gate. Wait, the company's already called Ocean Gate
2: damn I mean, it that's, that's part of it absolutely all those hilarious coincidences and uh-huh. and also the shout and fruit of rich people getting their their like maybe deserved comeuppance and probably not not really but well you know whatever people come. i mean again like it.
0: i said it's it's hard it's hard to be sympathetic in the way that it's still hard it's hard to be sympathetic for when someone climbing everest dies where you're just sort of like is is it sad yeah. that someone died it is but it's also like oh like when a base jumper dies you're like all right man but like no one made you forced you to base jump i don't like, know
2: it's a bummer some of them some of them should have known better but then there's the like the 19 year old who went to please his dad you know that's fucking there's no there's no shouting fruit there that's like that's a fucking horrible horrible sure but i mean you're also but like
0: again i i feel the most obviously for the 19 year old who was dragged there by his dad but again like if i think about it in base jumping i was like when i was 19 if my dad was like hey son you really want to base jump with me i'd be like no dad i don't really i'm not going to do it
2: Please don't do that, Dad.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't think, and, and honestly, if we're being frank, Dad, I don't think you should do it either. Like, you know what I mean? Like,
1: it's it's it sucks. It's sad. It's like sad. People, people died. To fuck right off.
0: <laughs> exactly. If you haven't if you haven't learned to call, tell your dad to fuck off by nineteen, what are you even doing? <laughs> sad. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It is. It is. It is not bereft of tragedy on account of people did die. But like I said, it is people died doing something with a built-in danger, right? Like, even even if everything was correct, even if it was like the, the Cameron sub and whatever, you're still like, you're like, I'm going to put myself in a little capsule and go into this level. There is a possibility that shit goes south in, ah, in a way, right, in, a right, way right, in a way, right, in a way you know, that is not true you know. of like riding the bus like when you listen to Stockton Rush being like safety is a waste and you might as well just lay in bed all day if you want to be safe all day I'm like that's not the same there's, de- there's degrees of safety
1: I mean yeah it's like taking a tourist on a test pilot run right like putting them in a rocket car going we're going to break the ground speed record get in this fucking rocket fueled jet car and uh, you give me a quarter million dollars you can sit in the backseat like yeah, a lot of those things fucking explode. Don't yeah. don't do it.
0: Well, or or if you do do it, you can't be like so sad when, when it explodes. Like it's again, like I said, it do, it doesn't it doesn't remove the tragedy of the element, but it does I think add like an explainability to it. And we haven't even talked about Cardi B in blink One Eighty Two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh yeah, Brian Saz, who was the stepson of Hamish Harding, who was thought to be alive aboard the Titan sub at this time, but we found out I guess had died probably days earlier, uh, went to a Blink One Eighty Two concert while the search was going on, which obviously got a lot of flack on social media,
1: including from.
0: Well, I was gonna, I was going to say because because John John had the hot take that the the true sign of the of. Our, t- our times being... It's got to
2: be a sign of the apocalypse, right? It's is like the a
0: 1300, trumpeting... $1,300 for a Blink-182
2: ticket.
1: Possibly more.
2: Possibly a more. More like 1300.: <laughs> If that isn't a trumpeting sound from angels on high signaling the end of times, I don't know what is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> where... I, I had the take where it was just like two guys in their late 40s and one guy in their early 50s saying, What's My Age Again? At a certain point, does that song become about Alzheimer's?
1: <laughs> one of them's married to a Kardashian.
0: Yeah, also one of them is actually married to a Kardashian. Uh, but yeah, so, then so Cardi, Cardi B, had, B calls him out. Cardi B calls him out, and the quotes right. that come out are are great. I have it up in here, so I will read it uh, verbatim. <laughs> Aye. So one of the billionaires that's missing underwater on the submarine shit, one of the billionaires, their stepson, is at a Blink-182 concert. People was like, what is he supposed to do? Be sad at the house? Is he supposed to go look for him himself? Yes. You're supposed to be at the house sad. You're supposed to be crying for me. You're supposed to be right next to the phone, waiting to hear any updates about me. Isn't it sad you're a whole fucking billionaire and nobody gives a fuck about you? Like you missing and motherfuckers ready to shake dicks at concerts. That's crazy. I'd rather be broken poor knowing that I am loved. Cardi B.
1: Truth to power.
0: Oh man, I was like, what a
1: She's a, she's a bad person, but she's right in this case.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cardi she's like Cardi B out. is not it's not usually our beacon of light.
2: <laughs> Do you have any hits that she has said? Any hits that she has said? I mean things that were that were like Awful. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well, she, 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 she,
1: said confessed, th- she confessed to, to drugging Johns when she was a sex worker and stealing from them. Yep. <laughs> leaving wow. them An unconscious stupid, like she's she a bad person.
0: And it right. said, like, I'll do almost anything for money and whatever else like that. And like all that stuff. And, and just has had a lot of like, but who knows how much of that is branding? You know, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Who stuff, knows? Huh? Did you see? Uh, that this stepson tweeted at Blink-182 before all of this broke out. No, You're like, hey, got some things going on in my life now, real hard. Hope, hope I'm going to see your show and it'll be good. Got yeah, some guys... things
0: going on in my life right now. Really
1: really <laughs> hope you guys take my mind off it, you know. Uh, I, can, I, 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 I also right. love like, it. But he did For,
0: say, I'm going to Blink-182 to cope.
2: But then why would you tell the band? In this We like... wanted to get invited backstage to talk about My dad's on a a submarine right
0: movie?
1: now You see that? You see that on the news? That, that's my family
0: Is hoping for a shout out from stage
1: Right? Like, it's fucked. We
0: have someone oh. in the crowd right now who's going through some things it's, it's, You know, this is why we wrote Adam's song
2: It's for the guys in, was in the submarine
0: Look at The phone was never plugged in at all Oh uh, man, uh, fucking wild! <laughs> like Blink One Eighty Two, the aftermarket on Blink One Eighty Two tickets is the grossest thing. Meanwhile, I guess to close off on the Blink One Eighty Two topic, apparently the Cure played and it was great. And the cheap seats at the Bell Center were like thirty bucks, and everyone was just like, "Thanks, thanks the Cure." Like they played two nights, I want to say, and yep. everyone I know who went said like absolutely phenomenal. Like didn't. Because I guess you kind of... Not to say you never know. Like, there had already been reports that the tour was, like, really good. But I was like... I always... I feel that, like, in a void, if you're like, I'm going to see The Cure in 2023, how's it going to be? I feel there's a question mark of, like, am I going to just get, like, like, The Cure and it's going to be awesome? Or am I going to get, like, Robert Smith who kind of just doesn't give a shit and just, like, phones it in and just... T- t- screws I, I
2: heard they were fucking awesome also yeah. i was at a uh t- a, a barbecue of deb's f- cousins and one of them had been at the show and he said it was like unbelievable and it was like three and a half hours or something of non-stop hits that you, yeah you like didn't know how much you knew the cure until you yeah you know,
0: as i said but i feel like going into it i would have not known whether i was gonna get like it, w- it, w- it would kind of feel like that bob I mean, thing like it how- 60s,
1: right like
0: yeah, but it's like that scene where like people who go see Bob Dylan are kind of like sometimes he's great and sometimes you're just sort of like oh man, I just he, spent a bunch of money. He's very notorious for being
2: hit and miss, though. Yeah,
0: exactly. But that's what I'm saying. But like, without necessarily knowing that apparently this entire tour has been great, but just like knowing what mm-hmm. I know about Robert Smith and, and just as a general dude, I'd be like, oh, is he really gonna like play for three hours and and just you know like knock it out of the park and whatever else, or is he just gonna be like, anyways, see you later, I'm Robert Smith. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> But I guess I on, guess this is big note, time. On that yeah. note, like if oh. you're a really big Cure fan, like a really big Cure fan, I guess I guess that's cool. But otherwise, you're listening to three and a half hours of music by the Cure. Like that's that seems like a lot. I don't know. If I was like in a car ride, and I'm like trying to drive. Okay, but to you like, bought a ticket for it. Presumably, Houston? you're up for that.
2: Yeah, I guess.
1: I don't think forty thousand people were really up for that. I think forty. There maybe, was an a, there's 5, an intermission. You could
0: leave it intermission if you so chose.
1: I think maybe five thousand people were down for that. And then the rest were kind of like, Oh yeah, 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 this is the next big show. And yeah, Friday I'm in love. I'm I'm good. That that's fun. <laughs> I don't think anyone gets into their car on a road trip and it's just like, I got three cure CDs, we're good. <laughs>
0: the The band for that who was not even the cure is I went to go see uh Queens? Black Rebel Motor, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. They they play like that kind of like uh, a, a roots rock kind of style. I think like the soundtrack to Peaky Blinders. Like a little bit of like the Black Black Keys. A little bit of uh, like like that that sound.
1: Fine. Uh, I'm just saying the new. No no romantic- no, no no no. I'm, yeah, no, I'm no. just
0: saying they played for over two hours at Club Soda. The power went out. I was with my buddy, and I was like, well, that's my cue. Like, I don't imagine them coming back even after this. I'm on the Metro. He's like, they got the power back on, and they're playing more music. I was like, wow. (laughs) Like, it was just like, like they were like, we're going to play every song we have, I guess. Like, you're playing for two hours. The power goes out, and you're playing to, like, a couple hundred people at Club Soda. And you're like, okay, I guess we can can call it a night. Just like, yell, thank you, we love you, whatever else like that. But, like, 15 minutes of the power being out. They get the power back up, and they're like, anyway, here's more. Here's more. Yeah, that, a those, that's a long like, show, no matter what.
1: There's a difference between, like, rock and roll music and, like, soft goth pop sad songs. I guess.
0: I guess. Yeah, like, if you were sort of like, oh, man, Daft Punk got together and played for five hours, I'd be like, people were like, are yes, you bored? Okay. I'd be like, no, I'm not bored. I'll go another five.
2: To hear a they, don't, man. they don't have five hours of, of album music. But they could just easily
0: just loop stuff. Are you Are saying, like, oh, One More Time plays four or five times? Are you mad?
2: Hold on, hold on. <laughs> their best music is often four different songs all on top of each other. Exactly.
0: One. They could just keep doing that
2: forever.
0: <laughs> one More Time happens every 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm still sitting there enjoying myself.
1: I mean, think of a live. Like, the robot rock intro is, like, what, two minutes?
2: hmm
1: Of just them saying, robot. <laughs> yeah yeah's quickly out. They, they can stretch that out, and we know that
0: Chemical brothers did that too, eh at Oceaga, like it was such a long time of just 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 hearing uh hearing tip just say like you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't breathe, and just like on repeat again and again and again until was it you
2: who was at the me show there where they did a hundred uh, um, yeah,
0: like a hundred something funky soul breaks like bam bam yeah. bam, bam bam, bam for just like. <laughs> three minutes <laughs>
2: now we're gonna do a hundred fucking celebrates <laughs> it's
0: amazing uh uh man so what else is going on Scott or john mm-hmm. there's a coup in russia yeah i've heard about this a ton on the news but what's what's going on
2: what's actually going on you yeah. know i i think it is certain to me anyway that we are not getting the whole story out of russia who'd have thought out of out, well out of russia and out of whatever the the western story of this is this is it's so bonkers to me that how this played out so this guy Prigozhin, mm-hmm. who was uh he's known as vladimir putin's chef because he, he ran he was a caterer who but like when they say that okay but if if someone is like a quote-unquote caterer in the russian mafia is it like a joke because he cooks people and feeds them to somebody like he was one of Putin's yeah. inner circle for a long ass time. So I, it's guaranteed it's something creepy like that. Yeah. And then, like and like then, is, Barry,
0: uh, is like Barry the Baptist, yeah. a real Baptist? No, it's cuz he drowns people.
1: Right yeah, but now. he he also did bring food to like Bush when he went to visit the Kremlin. But
0: maybe like, that, but maybe if he's like top tier assassin, that's like a a flex on like, hey, we could have killed Bush right here
2: anyway so this guy ends up in charge of an independent military group inside of russia called the wagner group Mm -hmm. wagner and um they're one of the few organizations serving the kremlin making successes in the ukraine invasion okay and then within the last month there's increasing tension on social media between this guy prigozhin Mm -hmm. and Um, spokespeople for the Kremlin. And it culminates about a week ago into um, supposedly some rockets hit an encampment of Wagner guys and killed a whole bunch of them. And Prigozhin takes his troops, turns around, leaves Ukraine and starts marching them up the main highway towards Moscow, which is like, if you imagine a map of Ukraine in your head, just like just off the map to the east Mm -hmm. of um of ukraine just like just off the map there that's russia and then there's a big highway there that runs north south and at the top end of that highway is moscow so they also do they do they hit a military city on the way or something like that was the other part right is there's like yeah there's there's a city in the way yeah there's (laughs) the
0: city that is like it's not even like a i'm saying it is a real city but for the purposes of the ukraine invasion it's the like hq of the ukraine invasion is this city in between moscow and ukraine okay
2: yeah, I don't actually know what happened there. He just walks through it, and they don't—they don't, they don't it's stop. It's weird, train, one way or the other. they it's blow up the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so or a helicopter blows up somewhere along the way, but then they get within marching distance of the capital, and then they just stop, turn around, and say, "Okay, we're done." By, and yeah. um, and now apparently he's walking out to Belarus, and he's being kind of allowed to go. That's weird. But what the fuck? He, he was, like, calling for, at, for, like, armed insurrections and the true whatever, P, you know, patriots of Russia to stand together against the whatever. And, like, while he's marching with 25,000 armed dudes on Moscow. Like, mm-hmm. if that isn't, like, this is an armed insurrection treason, what is? Obviously, that's what it is. How do you get to walk away from that? Who has leverage on who? You
1: know?
2: Yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> it's wild.
0: And do you have any takes? Hot takes?
2: The hot take think? is that it's a work and that they they like came up with this scheme to defeat Ukraine by making it look like there's an armed insurrection. And then like when the Ukrainian, they, they like go to do this insurrection and then they all hide behind some bushes. And then like the Ukrainian army comes along to try and shoot them. And then they jump out from behind the bushes, you know, and you imagine like, Putin it in was me ocean. austin yeah and then but like this 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 idea comes up while they're like really drunk in a sauna together and they're like no no it'll be great you spend a month pretending to hate me and then and then you'll trick the ukrainians
0: that's not hot take, so the hot take is this is much ado about nothing
2: it's a work yeah and that's why he was allowed to walk out at the end because they didn't they didn't think uh that they wouldn't take the bait i mean or get out of this
0: or the situation is so volatile that like if putin does open fire on like russian like any kind of like russian military and like just like even like most these guys down or open fires you're they, like that Take that's like you know like, like, wagner, that, like what, what kind of a powder keg is that right like no matter,
2: conscripts are yeah. supposedly largely made out of criminals from the worst of the worst parts of russian prisons we're told you go out and you fight you do whatever these wagner guys say and then you'll get to live and you'll get your prison yeah. sentence commuted. So these guys are like crazy criminals and not really Russian military to begin with.
0: Yeah, but I'm just still saying but if like but if Russia's firing criminal or not, if Russia fires upon its own citizens like just outside of Moscow, like that's that's hard for a propaganda machine to like swallow up of everything is fine, nothing is nothing is bad, Russia's number 1. Like that yeah. that you know what I mean like that that might be in and of itself, okay, but is like that the powder cake that like hits the other oligarchs like there's a podcast that I have not listened to, but I hear the ad for it all the time that I really mean to listen to. John, you should listen to it. This sounds up your alley. It's called sad the Sad oligarch and okay. it's it literally just tracks the mysterious deaths of a variety of oligarchs oh, okay. over the last like fifteen yeah. to twenty years so and and like all of them, and like it just kind of like puts them together in like chronological order, like here's this dude who is. Absolutely, and it's like if Putin has been bumping off oligarchs for like 15 to 20 years, and it's just waiting for them to like make an organized group, right? Like, how strong is he without their money? If he's been bumping some of them off, like hither and thither, for the last well, like couple of years. My, my
2: understanding is that it's the other way around is that they all get their money from him and yeah. then they all try and find ways to make money on their own and they try and get powerful enough to take him out and then take his position. But he keeps offing them before they. Yeah, exactly. They, that's what I'm saying. But if they ever. Right. But if he's the source of their money, it, it kind of works the other way, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah,
0: but that exactly, that, that's what I'm saying is that like, if, if, if ever the equation is we need, or he needs us more than we need him and we can actually get all on the same page. Doesn't that become incredibly tenuous for Putin? Right. And and opening I, fire on like it. on on Wagner the Wagner group might just be the like what
2: now? And well, anyway, that didn't happen. And Wagner, no, exactly. Laughed, and they're on their way to Belarus now. So uh, it's incredible to me. I, I, I can't imagine that we're not going to find one of them dead in the next couple of days. Or there's just so much to the story we don't we don't know and we'll never know. And, like, you remember know <laughs> that guy who shot like 50 people in uh, Vegas yeah 200 people remember that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. just had like a million guns in a in a hotel i mean why not why not
0: i was gonna say you know what happened here is that putin and uh per 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 per, 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 per-, know. per-, per- know. I'm,
2: I'm sorry sir per- i Per-Gosin. just pronounced your name Per-Gosin. Yeah, yeah it's like I, the hockey player exactly it's i like, kept like,
0: thinking what? every time i read it i kept thinking Perzhogin and i was like that's the hockey player <laughs> Per- Putin and Pergotian had uh, tickets to the Titan submersible like next week, and now they're just like, <laughs> like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> our, our weekend plans are ruined. Mm-hmm. Uh man, <clears throat> did you guys watch anything? Anything fun uh, happening in this world? Uh, I mean, I watched the Cocaine Bear. What that? Did
1: you see Cocaine Bear? No, I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch I it. I haven't yet. had a chance.
0: It's uh, it's fine it's it's it certainly delivers on the promise of cocaine bear. There is a bear on cocaine that features prominently uh and they i think correctly side with the concept that a bear on cocaine has superpowers
2: mm-hmm. I mean, and then just super. run,
0: and then run with that concept so the true story of cocaine bears is, is a little more sad or not sad but like a little less exciting than the film. But, like, the opening of the film is the the actual, based on the actual true story, which was how the the story of Cocaine Bear kicks off was a uh, a pilot landed dead in someone's parking lot, I want to say in, like, Kentucky or Georgia or something like that, with about $14 million of cocaine on his person. Right. As one does. (laughs) So just dropped out of the sky with $14 million of cocaine
2: and a bear eats a brick?
0: Uh, no, and the idea was that his plane was going down and that he crashed it into the woods and probably jumped out. He had a parachute on, but like the 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 parachute hadn't deployed and the backup chute had deployed and but it wasn't enough to break his fall so he just died. The movie posits that it's just like it's just him like realizing his plane's gonna crash then just like blasting like 80s rock and roll music and just kicking bags of cocaine out of the plane before jumping out himself and then he hits his head on his way out <laughs> so but we don't actually know the situation that led to this guy falling from his plane but he definitely seems to be like his plane was going down He's like steered the plane into some mountains and tried to jump out with the parachute and the parachute didn't deploy so he died so then apparently an additional 70 million dollars of cocaine crashed into the woods uh, like in the rural area nearby. And, and, the,
2: and the bear eats the cocaine.
0: And then, they, yeah, exactly. And the true story goes and this is, the, this is the saddest part is that apparently the bear did die of a cocaine overdose, but didn't get as high into cocaine as you would like have hoped that the bear actually got. So the bear seemingly did get addicted to cocaine. They know this because apparently when the bear was found dead, his stomach was near bursting with cocaine. Wow. So the problem with that, though, is that you don't get very high from eating cocaine, mm-hmm. right? It's like you you'd get it more like in in your mouth and stuff, like the tingly, like hence the you know we see it in the in the movies and stuff where they they rub it on their gums to get that little tingly and stuff. But like you need to get it into the bloodstream, and eating it, ingesting it, is not like a a, an efficient way of getting high on cocaine. That's why you, you snort it. That's why you can kind of like shoot okay, it. But the
2: movie, it has superpowers, right? Sure. The movie, the, the, of the bear, the bear
0: is pictured actually snorting lines of coke, or like, like putting his right. muzzle in the in the bags and going like. <laughs> like like the bear like the bear in the movie has worked it out in a way that the bear in reality did not so apparently yes this bear like sadly apparently ate pounds and pounds and pounds of cocaine to only get between like 3 and 5 grams into his bloodstream which was enough to overdose a bear (laughs) but sadly had to eat so much to get like only a teeny tiny bit into his bloodstream but anyway this bear though figures it out and then kind of goes on uh, sort of like a killing spree as like there's a couple of like punks it, it's all 1985 a couple of punks like find the cocaine and are like oh man this will be like our ticket out of this podunk town there's like the criminals going back to try to like recoup it there's like um you know uh, a park ranger played by noted character actor Margot martindale uh <laughs> who's just also displayed you know comedy of errors with the park ranger being like just oh, kind is of, it, yeah. it exactly. Comedy,
2: or is it played for? Oh, it's
0: played like for hard comedy. It's it's directed by like Elizabeth Banks, uh, who you might know from What Hot American Summer. Uh, I think it might even be her directorial debut. The mob boss is played tragically, I think, by I think it's his last film. Ray Liotta is plays the mob boss, and he's great in it. Like he's having that fun. It's
1: not and- tragic at all. Ray Liotta has had a weird last few years of his career. Yeah. He deserves so, to be in a cocaine bear playing a mob boss trying to get his smack back from the bear. That makes sense.
2: What did he do that was weird?
1: Like, it has been a lot of bad movies. A lot of bad movies.
2: Yeah. This at least well, seems fun. Did...
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and, and
0: he seemed to be having fun in the cocaine bear film. And, and a lot
1: of he's playing to type at what like
0: a 300% Pretty much, yeah, exactly. That's it, and it's just like it, it's a bit of a bummer that the like the CG is bad, but that's that's like fine. Like it, it, it's just I feel that like it's fine that they had bad CG and the bear doesn't look great. You can tell that they really wanted to have some like over the top gory kills that they couldn't quite pull off, which I thought, uh, which I thought was like a little bit of like I was like Ben, this sucks. Like at one point, a character is like on a hospital gurney. And the bear, like, flies into the back of an ambulance and, like, smashes through. And, like, the hospital gurney, like, flies out the back of the truck, flips forward, and then, like, lands on its front and then just, like, skids the character's face off as it, like, skids along on the highway. And I was like, and it's not great. But, like, you can tell that that shot was, like, meant to be so gratuitous. But they, like, they fell short somewhere on the budget to, like, make it. Like, one guy have his has, his like, his entrails, like, dangling out as he gets, like, eaten because, like, the bear's trying to, like, climb up a tree to, like, eat a kid, and then you realize there's another guy in a tree, but the other guy has cocaine all over his face, so the bear's like, no, and, like, jumps from, like, tree to another tree to attack the guy that has cocaine, because, you know, he wants he wants the cocaine. And, again, like, there's, like, a scene of, like, a lot of, like, the guy, like, kind of, like, dangling upside down, and you see, like, the blood pouring down, there's, like, a quick kind of shot, and you they I think they wanted to show, like, him dangling from the tree with his entrails, but, again, didn't have the budget to, like, put it together, and I was like... That's the one thing that the movie, I think, was, like, missing, was it was, like, 80s, like...
1: Practical effects?
0: 80s practical effects that were, like, top-notch to put over, like, a completely insane movie about a cocaine bear. They didn't
2: They didn't play it safe to try and get, a, like, a better rating? Oh, I don't see how they could
0: just have a tire premises about a cocaine bear murdering people without it being at least... I don't know, what's the rating? Very easily.
2: It's already, it, yeah
0: yeah exactly that's it and <clears throat> i'm just saying i was like like it there's so much of the because remember drug use is also part of the part of the ratings thing right and like the entire premise of the movie is drug use mm-hmm. non-stop drug use drug dealers the kids also there's there's a scene of children eating cocaine like actual children like 13 year olds because they don't know how to do it and they just find some and they're like man i've done cocaine and they just eat it and I think that was kind of like a, a and they don't really get messed up, but I think that was probably a nod to the fact that the bear actually like just ate it and didn't actually get that messed up. Might have been a kind of an inside thing of like, yeah, you don't actually get messed up eating eating cocaine. Mm-hmm. Might have been a might have been a reference there. But yeah, no, it was fun, it was fine. I'm glad I'm glad uh I think I, I'm glad it made money. I'm glad that mm-hmm. somebody somebody gave the concept of the film enough money. To get it into theaters to make money i was like i'm all i'm i'm here for like here's an insane movie even if it doesn't necessarily like hit everything like it, it is it feels like 75 percent of what it could have been
1: hmm. if that hey, makes you sense. know what for a movie about a cocaine bear that's all it needs to be <laughs> i guess like if you're <laughs> expecting the perfect cocaine bear movie
2: I don't think you're ever gonna. But get like that. you know, it's like it's hold like on, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You could have the perfect cocaine bear movie. Are you saying this is like seventy five percent of the perfect cocaine bear movie, or are you saying that this is just seventy five percent of what
0: of like a of okay seventy five percent of what I would consider a great cocaine bear movie? Maybe not a perfect cocaine bear movie. Like it's still very good and worth watching. Insofar as it's a movie about a cocaine bear that kills people. <laughs> Like, like there is really no more to the plot than that is bear gets on cocaine people some people want the cocaine back some people are just in his way uh, or his way the if we find out later it's a third act reveal the bear is a lady
2: it's like a lady in a suit or it's a no, no 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 it's a woman bear. it's a woman bear oh man right if I it managed. was a
1: scooby-doo reveal that'd be the best <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: like, it's Margot martindale again
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. but like what's jane what's the...
1: lynch wearing that bear suit That'd be great.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> how much money did this make? I feel it did okay. It had like a huge opening. Was, I mean, when I mean, when I say huge, huge for a rated R film about a cocaine bear. Like, yeah, 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 yeah like a budget right on a budget of, of like, huh?
1: It had just the right amount of marketing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, it made it made ninety million dollars on a thirty million dollar budget. So that's like, like three to one movie money is not bad on a thirty million dollar budget.
1: Everyone high fives each other at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, yeah, uh, worth worth watching, worth watching. But sadly, like I said, the real cocaine bear uh, was just like found dead, having probably overdosed on cocaine. <laughs> Didn't get to go on a hilarious killing spree on cocaine. Don't do drugs, cubs. Don't do drugs. Uh, they say they. You learn about this in the film that apparently it is uh, if it's black, you attack. If it's brown, lie down are your best options. Cause like black bears are largely scavengers. So like making yourself big and screaming at a black bear will scare it away. Cause it's like a big old raccoon. Whereas a brown bear, your best chance is to probably just play dead because <laughs> it's a brown bear and getting up in its business will kill you. Obviously I think if it's a grizzly, all bets are off you're dead. I think
2: grizzly is a brown bear more or less. There's people who get like, like really picky about it. Saying a grizzly is only like one brown bears from one particular neck of the woods. Yeah. They're really the, like um, extra
0: big brown bears.
2: Like a, they're they're all West Coast bears. Like hmm.
0: yeah. anyway, we don't have either. We don't not well, say we don't have either, but we do not have grizzlies in our neck of the woods. We don't have grizzlies
2: here. Yeah, not at all.
0: Anyway, Stay speaking of near. box offices, I have good okay. news, everybody. The, is apparently, the, morbing the, time? the Flash is kind of bad. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very, I'm very excited. Uh-huh. Well, till there's two, hang on. Well, one no. one thing, one thing makes me sad about it. One thing about the Flash being bad makes me sad which if is there apparently was,
1: there was a batman beyond movie in the works
0: exactly it's exactly this which is that apparently the like how well this did was like a studio measure for like the likability of, of michael keaton's batman to come back and there was like rumblings of a batman beyond film with michael keaton as the old man batman and that how, this movie's failure we... ruined that movie for us so god damn it damn water. you ezra miller <laughs>
1: I'm so mad at Warner for not being able to see the forest for the trees on this one. Like they were exactly. so close. There were all the advertising for the movie shifted to focus on Michael Keaton. And mm-hmm. they know that that's what people want, but they just don't accept that. The problem with this is that Ezra Miller is a very bad person that no one wants to admit going to see a movie. Like not even just not wanting to go see it, but they, they don't want to be seen there with a ticket. I don't yeah. want someone they know seeing them walk out of that theater. Like, it's... It's, it's bad, and it's... Also, how like, How does somebody that? so
2: radioactive make it through all of the vetting processes? Like, think of how long that shit has been going on with Ezra Miller. Sure, it's like, but I mean, at least... It's not just, like, he's getting drunk, and it's not just he's, like, beating people up. It's, it's like, he's breaking into people's houses and being a crazy person. Well, to their... I guess... Credit is maybe the wrong word.
0: Was that principal photography was two full years ago, so it was I think like rumblings about Ezra were there, but it was like pre all the crazy Ezra stuff. So and that's apparently right. one of the reasons why this it took like almost a full year extra to come out was like them reworking and seeing it and putting Ezra into quiet time and whatnot because he's like they they I just like they have they, not yeah. been able to speak almost at anything. During any of this, right? Like it's, it's, bananas. But yeah, that it's it's so stupid. There's the other thing that I guess that's like kind of working against it is like what, well, how much? And I think if it was a good movie, it could overcome this. But it was uh, the Rock thing, right? Where the Rock mm-hmm. was saying people didn't go see Black Adam because they know that it doesn't make a difference because James Gunn is hitting a big old reset button on the DCU anyway. That's not it's true. A hero. I went
1: to Black I, Adam eyes eyes open and hoping for the rundown version of the superhero movie. And what yeah.
2: happened? It was, just, it
1: was dumb. just a big gooey mess of everything Keith hates about superhero movies. Mm-hmm.
0: That's um, so I'm not going to go see uh, the Black Adam. But what I thought was very interesting about that, though, so uh, Flash came out two weeks ago, has in two weeks, two full weekends at the box office, I think just made $200 million globally. Honestly like between
1: a wild amount of money still so, sure. Of money.
0: Uh it's a but lot this weekend, this past movie. weekend, the Fight National weekend, uh Spider-Verse despite coming out nearly a month ago passed it as the number 1 movie this weekend again. Like it retook number 1, which almost never happens. Right? Mm-hmm. It's never like a movie that's been in theaters a month is now the number 1 movie again which I was like, wow, Spider-Verse. Yeah, Spider-Verse on $100 million budget is at $560 million in million and counting. That's and a cartoon. That's amazing. And is apparently amazing. Like, people were talking about, like, oh, like, with the loss of, like, like uh, The Little Mermaid. It was, like, a Reddit thing or whatever. There was, like, an article of, like, oh, with, like, The Little Mermaid, uh, The Flash, and uh, Elemental, I think is the, the new Pixar one, mm-hmm. all being kind of, like, back, box office flops, like, back-to-back in the span of, like, a month. Like is it the end of like the Hollywood Blockbuster? And they were just sort of like Spider-Man just passed five hundred million dollars. You know, I bet you the Hollywood is doing just fine if it doesn't suck. <laughs> like like people will go spend money on your movies if it's like real good and people like it. <laughs> like it doesn't like those are major studios, right? That's that's it's Disney, Warner, and Disney again flopping three times in the span of like three weeks with Little Mermaid Speaking Elemental it. and Flash.
1: Speaking of Disney flopping, I watched the first episode of uh, Secret Invasion.
0: I heard it gets better.
1: Oh man. It is that first episode was real bad. Explain I, it. it's it's a so you know the story of Secret Invasion in Marvel Comics. Um, scrolls, hello, green Men. Throw scrolls. Yeah. Everybody should Shape, scroll. Shapeshifting aliens called Skrulls not only are coming to Earth to take over, but they've been here since the nineties slowly insinuating themselves to every level of power, not just government, but power in the Marvel universe, waiting for the moment to make their big strike. And it's yeah, all kind like, of like, who can you trust? The, the Manchurian candidate to the science fiction level with yeah, Sammy like, like members Jackson. of the
0: members of the Avengers, like like in the comics, we were just sort of like, oh, certain members of the Avengers reveal themselves to be Skrulls, and you're like, oh, what? You know, like they've been Crazy. and like and they're like and we've been Avengers for the last twenty right. years. I'm you waiting
2: know. for the butt. There's a butt coming, right? But? In in the comics, in
1: the comics yeah. is real cool. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah. it's very a cool. A bunch of people die. It, ha- it has they it has one of the best the, of the, the the best Ant Man part, <laughs> the greatest part of Secret Invasion, is when when they the the Skrulls. Almost convince Hank Pym that he's a sleeper agent because he's just <laughs> Hank Pym is such a piece of shit. They're like, "Come on, Hank, you've acted against the like humanity you, you and the Avengers Ultron. so many times. Yeah, you, you invented, you invented Ultron. Ultron. Can you, can you imagine? <laughs> of course, you're a Skrull. Just wake up, like, join a, the Skrulls.
1: You had, a, you had a psychotic break and beat up your wife. That was that was your programming gone wrong.
0: Really? <laughs> oh, even Hank Pym is like, am I a Skrull?'" <laughs>
1: No, the best part of Secret Invasion Invasion is when the Daredevil three-issue miniseries of that where they capture him and try to clone him, but his cancer and mutant powers don't work. So he ends up just training a bunch of them to be like Deadpool, but they all go fucking (laughs) crazy because his insanity is part of his superpowers. Mm -hmm. And then he finds out that the Philly Fanatic, the green mascot of the Philadelphia Phillies baseball team, is a super scroll, so he gets in a big fight with them in the middle of a baseball game. Chef's Deadpool, is the, Deadpool is, <laughs> is the hero we need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you got Sam Jackson playing Nick Fury as the like super spy trying to uncover this great the, conspiracy.
0: The cell the cell on this show is is Disney Marvel espionage, right? Like it, it's kind is of is it like,
2: seriously a Sam Jackson TV show? Yeah. yeah, he's Nick Fury. Right? Wow! 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 Okay
1: and it's bad and it's boring and Sam Jackson sucks. That sucks. Like the reveal happens to the audience right away. And they're just like, here are all the bad guys. Ooh. And then the last action piece is like a, they got to stop the scrolls from planting bombs around the Kremlin to start, you know, a a new cold war. And it does that, um, the fallen thing, the Denzel Washington movie, where he's trying to chase the the guy through the crowd and he keeps changing bodies. Yeah, but without the and same effect. pull that off. Yeah, without the same effect. It just is like this is stupid. <laughs> I hate this so much, and it's boring, and it's stupid, and everyone gets beat up and looks old and confused. Like this, this is not intrigue. This just looks like it's like Rocky if Rocky was a spy. You know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna give it my best. It's uh, I hated the first episode so much.
0: Yeah. I I want to like and, I guess report, report, I say, I want to. Say that. Hang on, hang
1: on. I want to say that and someone who has all the time in the world for these bad Marvel shows.
0: I was going to say I thought Arrow. you were, I thought you
1: were going to say the Arrowverse. I, I I have given the Arrowverse a lot of my time. It's like a lot and, more time
0: than Secret Invasion. You're probably in the like uh, 100 more. hours of ish.
1: more 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 for sure. <laughs> yeah, I did I did so Six or seven seasons of Flash, six or seven seasons of Arrow, four but seasons of twenty two episodes? Yeah. Four uh, seasons, yeah. seasons of Supergirl and three seasons of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Like, yeah, I watched the fuck out of that verse. Eight, 18 why?
0: plus seasons of twenty two episodes a season? Okay, so ju- I've I, be talked to you about TV. this.
1: Of course there has to be better TV, but there's not better TV about the stuff that I love. Yeah. And I love superhero stories. Doesn't have to be great for me to, to be in there. So, so you're saying and that you're, you're going right. to report back
0: on Secret Invasion. You're, you're Man, not giving up on yeah, it. Yeah,
1: you're on board for this, huh? I think I'm going to go back to Miss Marvel and finish that first, because I didn't like it, and it wasn't for me, but it was better than Secret Invasion.
0: Yeah, I, I, from what my, my news thread things have said, is that the first episode is like a mistake and that apparently like it does find its footing and like by the end you're like you're glad that you did watch it but they're like everybody says the first episode is dog shit and it was it's like why in the in the world of like releasing things and whatever how do you have a how do you have a misstep that big like we have, Hold we on. have test no, audiences no, and stuff
2: no absolutely wrong think about how many great tv shows had a dubious first season sure like, but, of- but that's
0: what i'm saying but i feel that nowadays were so much more like there's like especially like the disney market whatever are so in tune with like test audiences whatever i agree with you in traditional yeah, release yeah. but i don't think that like disney Marvel's on I that say level that, anymore. and off
2: the top of my head i could come up with a couple that like the first season was the best and it fell off after there, there's well there's the big the big on one in
0: from recent reason. memory is parks and rec right which is if the entire first season is largely regarded as bad and kind of yeah. skippable and then they're like and it finds its footing in the second season and people say skip the first entire season which is insane like, I don't
2: know, man. Star Trek first season has some good episodes, but boy, oh, boy. I'm saying TNG, obviously. Yeah. But, but boy, okay. oh, boy, are there some terrible ones there, too, where they're finding so, their voice. So yeah. that
1: leads me into the next show that I've been watching, which is Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Season yeah. two that started up and goddamn, is it still good? No.
2: It is. What great. is Strange New Worlds?
1: Strange New Worlds is a spin off of Discovery, which is not my favorite Star Trek show. But in discovery, they went through like a temporal portal, and they went back and they found Captain Pike and his crew.
0: Hey, oh, yeah, you told us about this.
1: And yeah. Yeah. Um, then they sent them back to their proper time. And now Captain Pike and you know Nurse Chapel and uh, Science Officer Spock, not First Officer Spock, uh, have space adventures, and it's fun. It's so. <laughs> it's like. The opposite of the Matrix Four. It just it plays. <laughs> yeah, gently. you're saying,
0: yeah, like you're like it understands the the notes that you want to see and it plays and plays them yeah. correctly.
1: And and walks this fun, weird middle ground of the original series and next generation. Of like, there is this kind of cowboy attitude to it, where they go and have crazy one-off adventures, but they still have that really good, like idea of the federation which Mm -hmm. the original series doesn't really have Mm -hmm. uh recommended highly season two has two episodes out so far and i've enjoyed both of them and it's good and apparently there's going to be a cameo at some point in this season of the two main characters from lower decks nice and they're played by the voice actors and that's going to be great also very fun. I've I've only
0: watched a handful of Lower Decks, but I'm always it's like, I always, in, I always intend to go back to it because it's like, I was like, I enjoyed it so much. Sarah does not like Star Trek. And I was just sort of like, it's all, it's all Star Trek jokes. It's just jokes for Star Trek's it sake. Like... But it
1: hits it so perfectly. <laughs> like the episode we just watched, Rissa and I are watching through Lower Decks right now. Um, they go through this whole crazy adventure where they fuck everything up and everything gets screwed up. And then Q shows up at the end and is like, I am here to test you, to discover the worthiness of humanity. And she just is like, I am not fucking doing this today. Get the fuck out of here, Q. They walk right (laughs) past them. It's John Delancey doing the voice in the credits, and I was like, perfect.
0: Perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you you like Star Trek at all, then Lower Decks is... Yeah, John, you'd, you'd enjoy great. it a lot, especially as, like, yeah. workout
0: stuff. It's so short, somehow.
1: and it's so yeah. punchy. And right uh, the main character is played by Jack Quaid, who plays Baby Huey from The Boys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. He, he plays a very good, neurotic Star Trek ensign. I'm excited. It's I'll check
0: it out. Like I said, like I said, I, I've watched, I think, the first two or three episodes of Lower Decks, and I was like, I'm was like, i on board. It's just a question of, like, my wife could not care less like so, it's just like mm-hmm. it's alone time. Like, I'm very I mean,
1: fortunate that Marissa thinks it's funny. Yeah, we get to watch yeah, it together. I mean, you, don't
0: even, you don't even get to watch the Harley Quinn cartoon.
1: Yeah, she doesn't find that funny. I need to go back and watch more of that because that fucking that's the, King Shark is my favorite. They're, they're, my favorite they operate in.
0: Character. It's actually Lower Decks and, and Harley Quinn are both. I think like they're they're different styles of comedy but they're very much you're just sort of like this is comedy for fans of the original ip that is like mm-hmm. it's it's a hard sell if you're not into the original thing you're like it, it is taking the original thing and like slanting it on its head but you're like if you're not into the original thing you don't understand the frame of reference so you don't understand where a lot of the comedy comes out of
1: so oh my god uh, King speaking, of... <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh harley Quinn and and joker stuff i've got a question for you and then Uh this is my last my last thing who had a more impressive stint as a voice actor like what what, more more impressive performance mark hamill is the joker Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. robin williams is Mm genie i've asked a couple people this and they've they've all refused to answer
0: Like so, you're saying like like a more impressive like like a more like because I was going to say because I mean as an
1: actor, and and I feel like both of them were given pretty long leashes once they were sure. My my
0: take though is that as I was like I consider the Joker of Mark Hamill to be like more demonstrative of like acting ability than the genie of Robin Williams because the genie of Robin Williams is just Robin Williams. Like, there's very little about the genie that I'm just sort of like, oh, wow, what a stretch for Robin Williams. Whereas I was like, Mark Hamill, you're like, hey, remember Luke Skywalker? This guy is the Joker. And you're like, whoa, that's a great Joker. You are talking about, like, opposite sides of, like, acting coin of being, like, crappy Luke and Joker. Robin Williams,
1: my my favorite, like, I'm a big Aladdin fan. Robin Williams said in the special features, he's like, I went into Disney and I made a Bugs Bunny movie
0: yeah yeah for sure there's, like, there's a million things like and the only reason he's the old oh, yeah the only true? reason he got to do it also was he was like i'm not doing any press for it i'm not doing whatever i'm just gonna like go off the thing and he was like i'm not gonna like strict he's like barely gonna follow the strip script it's gonna be a lot of ad-libbing and everyone said like sure 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 sure, sure. uh all this and that right like mm-hmm.
2: that was do you know how how long, the end to that story
0: he, he sued them if i recall because they made genie toys If
1: they put his name on the posters yeah Yeah. which
0: he what they weren't supposed to and all that
2: stuff yeah because he was making a different movie that was like a passion project called toys that got buried under the advertising for this it caused a huge falling out and they sent him an actual picasso painting to say we're sorry yeah like in the mail picasso yeah from disney and i
0: mean listen up toys was not great i like toys i got a soft spot for that film Mm, it yeah, is it, exactly.
2: not a great film. It's not yeah. good. It's not a good movie. Yeah, exactly. Let that that it. era of Robin Williams, he does a bunch of weird emotional stuff, like "What Dreams May Come," which man, is a great does. movie. I, I will not hear any. Oh it man, has that good moment, movie. But it like, isn't really that weird and emotional. It's so
0: weird.
2: What what about the um the 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 robot movie? Was it AI man? or something? Bicentennial oh, Man. That's Bicentennial it. Man. Yeah, he wasn't an AI. That was weird. Yeah, the late '90s were an odd time for for Mr. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I feel he was
0: under a lot of probably mental illness and drugs. Yeah. Alcohol. Anyway, this was the 90S. RIP, Robin Williams. Listen, man, we all know that you pressed stop on your podcast player like 30 seconds ago as soon as you heard the outro music, and the only reason you're possibly listening to this is because you're like jogging or something. And your phone is in your pocket and you can't stop me from talking. Uh, I'll keep this short and sweet. Uh, we put in a lot of work on this website. Uh, if you do want to support us financially, we're kind of reworking the whole structure over there. But if you do want to support us financially, you can head to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. Um, and if you don't want to support us financially, maybe you could just tell your friends about the show. And if you don't want to support us at all, I don't even know how you're possibly listening to this at the end of that episode. Bye. 905.cc Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.